with that, we say hello. What's going on, Dolphins fans? It's great to be with you. And what's better than one live show in the week? How about two of them? That's right. We had our live coverage of the trade deadline yesterday, and we are back for our normal live programming on Wednesdays. So welcome one, welcome all, and happy November as we turn the page from the end of October into November. The trade deadline is behind us, and now we put all of our attention on the Miami Dolphins' next matchup on Sunday in Frankfurt, Germany, against the 6-2 Kansas City Chiefs. We had our preview yesterday, and we're going to continue to dive into the matchup a little bit more today, tell you all about the latest injury news, some of it really, really positive, and then other parts that leave you wanting a little bit more. But Mike McDaniel spoke to the media earlier today, which was really, really early considering the time difference for them in Frankfurt, Germany. And we got lots to dive into there as well. And how about Tyreek Hill taking on his former team, the Kansas City Chiefs? There was a lot of interesting, compelling content around the process of Tyreek Hill and what he went through in order to become a Miami Dolphins, how that trade materialized. And I think it'll be fun to look back into the archives and then take a deep dive into just how good Tyreek Hill has been this year. And of course, we've got our Ask Anything mailbag, so get your questions ready for that using the hashtag Dolphins. That will be the final segment of today's live show. And without further ado, you gotta let me know where are you watching from, where you tuned in from. I know Dolphins fans span not only across the globe, but international, which of course is very fitting this week as the Dolphins get set to play an international game across the pond. So let me know. Let me get some shout outs going. We've got Sherry May in the chat. Everybody say hello to Sherry May. Bill Lyons in the chat. Landon's in the chat. He's watching in Orlando. UPN's tuning in from New York. Concrete Jungle. All right, I won't sing because that is just Deafening, yes. And who else? We got Gerald Acuff from Arkansas, Fayetteville. There you go. Fayetteville's beautiful, I've heard. We've got a member of the chat sports team that went to Arkansas, said Fayetteville is the best. I know Sherry Mays tuning in from the Space Coast. Mario Gonzalez is from watching from California, the state hospital. Well, let's hope you're doing okay if you're there for work. Thank you for working in the hospital, and we're with you every step of the way. Jeremy Z is watching from Jeremy Z. How about that? Moonlight um, Brion is watching from Greenville, South Carolina. Ashley Ireland's in Tampa, Florida. Fear the Kilt is in South Carolina. And who else we got? Meat Cranium from Claremont, Florida. Zealous Smoke in Middletown, PA. Jensen Beach is where John Fatherland is watching. Sean Murphy from Arizona. Burn 609 from the ATL. What's going on? Bill Lyon from Cuse. I'm assuming that's Syracuse, which is appropriate because the circle around his name is Orange, the Syracuse Orange. How about that? Alex Vaughn from Wyoming. Go Fins. There we go. Always wanted to go to Wyoming. Who else we have? 
Lamaris is watching from San Juan, Puerto Rico. I was there on Thanksgiving in 2016, I believe. San Juan, Puerto Rico, beautiful. Jamar Barrett in Jacksonville, Florida. And there we go. We got a lot of shout outs going on. Keep them coming. You love to see that. How about that? Dolphins fans are the best. Let me get through a few more here. Every Noodle in Toledo, Ohio. John Holland in California. I believe that's Hermit, California, or Hermit. I, I, listen, when you see me dive down there, I think I need to get my eyes checked. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The comments come in on the little monitor in front of me. And so if you see me squinting a little bit, it's going to be because I'm trying to read every single comment that's coming in. But we love you guys. You know, shout out to my cousin. She's an optometrist back home. I probably need to go see her the next time I'm home because, my goodness, this font. Maybe there's, Jack, is there a way to make the font bigger? I don't know if we can do that or not, but that's a perfect segue to say hello to today's producer, the one and only Jack Lauderay. He was with us on the trade deadline coverage yesterday, and he is back and better than ever today. What's going on, producer Jack Lauderay? How the hell are you, brother? Great to see you, man. Great day. Big matchup this oh weekend. Oh, my oh, God. It's going right? to be so good. We're going to be live for it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and we're chopping it up today. Injury talk, Tyree Kill playing his former team. We got a lot of good stuff coming up today. No doubt about it, and Jack looking good with the Dolphins hat. He's got the long sleeve on because it's a little bit cold in the studio today. I'm not going to lie to you. I got my flannel on, and if you were with us for our live coverage yesterday, I wore a flannel similar, but it was navy blue. I swear. I swear it's not the exact same shirt. It was a navy blue shirt yesterday, and today is the black flannel. So I know Sherry May was with us yesterday. We had a lot of people tune into our live trade deadline show. I promise you, it's not the same shirt. I promise, I promise, I promise. But what I do promise for sure is prize picks is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. I love it. I'm almost addicted to it. I said almost. I said almost, I promise. But prizepicks.com slash CLNS is where you need to go to create your account. How does it work, Jake? Well, I'm so glad you asked because it is revolutionizing the way to play daily fantasy sports and by also keeping it simple, right? So you pick more or less on a player's projected stat line. So forget being in some kind of long pool with a million other people. You're not competing against a million other people, folks. You are competing against the stat projections simply by picking more or less. Producer Jack's got my picks for me this week because we were hot last week, may I add. So we're keeping it simple again this week. Shout out to Jack for these picks. We're going with more on Tua Tungavaloa's projected passing yards and less on Patrick Mahomes' passing yards, which I think tells you all you need to know how I'm feeling about this game. But you go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS for that $100 deposit. And a couple new things, because you've heard me talk about prize picks before, but I haven't told you about this. This is awesome. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. So for football and basketball games, let's say you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. So Price Picks is taking care of you. In fact, Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform 
with an insurance policy for injuries. That's how awesome Prize Picks is. We love Prize Picks here at Chat Sports. So go to PrizePicks.com/CLNS for your $100 deposit match. We'll put that link in the description as well. PrizePicks.com/CLNS. Woo! Before we enter into what we've got coming up, you gotta let me know who we've got in the big matchup for first place in the AFC. It's a great measuring stick, a great benchmark. Halfway into the season, a marquee matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs on a neutral site in Germany. So my, oh my, let me see those Ds in the chat. I know this Dolphins Today community has a lot of confidence in our Miami Dolphins. And there we go. Oh, yeah, lots of Ds coming in. And shout out Sherry May. She said, I was over at the Raider Nation at 2 in the morning. That place was crazy, man. Soup's coming in like rainfall. Sherry May, you are exactly right. For those that don't know, the Raiders made a couple of coaching moves and actually, in fact, just a couple of franchise moves. They fired the head coach, Josh McDaniels. They fired the general manager. That place is in shambles. So you guys know Mitchell Renz here, the host of the Raiders Report, in charge of Raider Nation. He is doing a 24-hour stream to celebrate, to commemorate. Uh, you, you know, if you've ever seen any of those Raider videos, you know they are crazy. But 24 straight hours of streaming. So they've got less than 10 hours to go. But that, that coaching decision to fire Josh McDaniels was made at I think it was about 10, yeah, midnight in the central time zone, 1 in the morning in the eastern time zone, and 10 at night in locally in Vegas. So it's just kind of wild, everything they've got going. And yes, Sherry May, you are exactly right. That place is wild. But let's get a few more shout-outs going here on Dolphins Today. And you know what? Dolphins Today, obviously, it's a little bit different than Raider Nation. But you guys are the best. We're wild. We're crazy. We love our Dolphins. We love the Aqua and Orange. And the Dolphins, you know what? They're 6-2. and two. I'll tell you what. The Raiders are not. But enough of the comparisons. Let's get some more. Shoutouts going, Tim B, Landon, John Featherland, Gary Brown, Jeremy Zicholz, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that, Zealous Smoke, and there we go. We got a lot of people coming into the chat. We got 164 people watching, but only 34 likes. Oh, no. How does that happen? How does that happen? You know the drill. Before we can go any further, if you haven't liked the video yet, you gotta do so. If you need to get rid of the chat for just a second, I promise you won't miss anything. Just go ahead and smash that like button because we cannot start this video until we get up to 50 likes. That's right, 50 likes. We're at 42 right now. And I don't wanna give you too many things to do. But I know Dolphins fans can handle it because Dolphins fans are the best. So the other thing I got to ask you, while you're liking the video, how confident are you in a Dolphins win on a Sunday? Scale it for me, 1 to 10, because yes, the Chiefs are a really good team. We gave you that comprehensive preview yesterday, diving into the matchup. They're coming off arguably their worst loss of 
the Patrick Mahomes era because he had never lost to the Broncos before. They hadn't lost to the Broncos in several, several, several years. Forget off the top of my head how many games in a row, but it had been a lot. So they're looking to bounce back. But you know what? This Dolphins team is in a really, really good place. It's good versus good, so we will find out. Let me know your confidence level of the Miami Dolphins and their ability to get a win on Sunday in Germany against the Kansas City Chiefs. We see some 10s in there. Sean Murphy's at an 8. Howard Huey's at a 10. Zesla Smokes at an 8. I like this one from Darren Batten. He's at a 12. A 12 out of 10. Landon's at a 7. There we go. Every noodle, 8.5 to 9. Okay, I like that. Give it a little range, you know? Give it a little range, kind of back and forth. There you go. Sherry Mays at a 10. Hell yeah. Jeremy Z's at a 9. How about that? Howard Huey says, stop Kelsey and contain Mahomes. We win. Facts. There you go. That's the game plan. Let's call Mike McDaniel right now. That's the game plan. No, I love it. I love it, Howard. Lamarius Lubriel's at a 9. Burns 609's at a 10. And Alex Chance gives a 98% chance. I like that. I see what you did there. Alex Chance, 98% chance. There we go. All right, one more thing, one more order of business before we jump into a couple of segments here. We are in the midst of a sub-battle against the Chiefs report in <gasps> gasp. Oh, no, we are losing. But don't worry, there's plenty of time. So in order to win on the field, we got to win the sub-battle, folks. We got to beat the Chiefs report. There's no excuse for us not having more subs than the Chiefs in this week-long battle. Now, we've closed the gap a little bit, but they're still ahead of us, and what the heck? So, if you're watching, we got about 160 people watching, and if you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, it would mean the world to me. I'm not going to get too dramatic. But yes, I would really, really appreciate it, as would Producer Jack. So if you don't want to do it for me, do it for Producer Jack. He's way more likable than me anyways. Love that guy. Now, point being, all it takes to do to subscribe, one second, it's, super, it's free, and from that, you get daily Dolphins content. You get live shows like the one we've got going on right now, the one we had yesterday with the trade deadline, and of course, our live watch party. So we appreciate all of the support on Dolphins today, the largest Miami Dolphins YouTube community out there, and that's why we love our aqua and orange. Fins up, baby. Fins up. So we got about 160 people watching. We got 60 likes. And as long as those subs are going up and we can beat the Chiefs report, I think we are good to go. Producer Jack, how we feeling? Oh, I got the good in my ear. I got the double thumbs up, and that was better than the double birds with Jack. I'm just kidding. Jack would never give the double birds, no doubt about it. But let's get it going. I'm going to have one more big gulp of the coffee so that I'm fueled up and ready to bring my A game. That's good stuff right there. That's good stuff. Also, a little fun fact here at Chat Sports. The boss, Brett Scott, the COO, if you will, doesn't like coffee, but I'm convinced to help him mitigate his hate for coffee and eventually become a coffee drinker. So I made him a mean pour over earlier today. He had one sip and said it's not terrible. So baby steps. We're getting there. We're getting there. But my goal is for him to be an avid coffee drinker. 
within the next, we'll say year. I think that's a, that's a reasonable timeline. So step by step, we're going to make it happen. But here we go. Dolphins today is live. Who's excited to get into it? Show me some love in the comments. Type me if you're ready for this video to get going and for us to get into our live show. Type those me's in the chat. And Chad Jones is in the chat. What's up, Chad Jones? The one and only. How we doing? Love when we see the Chad Jones enter the chat. The radar's up, and there we go. Shout out, Chad Jones. He's a member of the Aqua Club. We'll tell you who else is on today's video as well. And so without further ado, let's get it going on Dolphins Today. Welcome into Dolphins today. A lot to get to as far as injury news because, as you know, the Dolphins are across the pond. They're overseas for a marquee matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs, 6-2 against 6-2. First place in the AFC is on the line. So what's the latest with the injury report? Well, for that, we turn to Cameron Wolf, and he let us know via the Twitter sphere, the X app, Whatever you want to call it, let's dive in. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel tells reporters in Germany that left tackle Teron Armstead, 21-day practice window is open. He will practice today, and he's eligible to be activated off IR and play Sunday versus the Chiefs. We'll get to the other stuff in a moment here. Javon Holland is out of concussion protocol, which is good news and good to go. Rob Hunt remains day-to-day. So thank you for that update and huge news because Teron Armstead, yes, former All-Pro, four-time Pro Bowler, that guy can play when he's healthy. He's only been healthy for two games this year, and you see it reflected in the stats, only 78 snaps, but he has played really well. That pro football focus grade at the bottom of the screen is for pass blocking, one of the best in the NFL, albeit a limited sample size of just two games, and really less than that because remember that second game he played in against Buffalo is when he left the game early for with the injury. So the only full game he's played was against Denver. Just to give you a little breakdown of how Teron Armstead got to Miami, signed that five-year deal worth $75 million and up to $87.5 million. So the Dolphins, look, They've invested in this guy. And why wouldn't they? The resume speaks for itself. I mentioned a four-time Pro Bowler, and he was an All-Pro in 2018, but he just hasn't been able to stay on the field. And it's, it's so painful. It's painful to watch. I know it's painful for him as well. Earlier this preseason, he said he wants to play in every single game this year, something he has never done in his career. But obviously, that did not happen. He started the season injured and is now on IR. But enough with the bad injury news. The good injury news, he practiced today and that 21-day window to return is now activated. So let me know. You got to be honest here because Mike McDaniel has not ruled it out and we saw in the tweet there is a chance he'll play on Sunday. But what do you think? If you're being honest, type Y for yes or N for no. Look, we show you this Dolphins offensive line depth chart often because it's constantly fluctuating. There's a lot of moving parts. And remember, the Dolphins have played over 20 guys on the offensive line. Teron Armstead right now is your go-to left tackle, but he's on IR. 
That 21-day window to return is now activated, and he is practicing. Also on the left side, Isaiah Wynn. He's on IR. Connor Williams remains day-to-day, as does Rob Hunt. We'll talk about both those guys. And really, Austin Jackson's been the only one that's been able to stay healthy. So a little bit more from Cameron Wolf, said head coach Mike McDaniel tells reporters in Germany, as I mentioned, the 21-day practice window is open for for Teron Armstead, but let's talk a little bit about Rob Hunt. He's day-to-day, as is Connor Williams, so we'll dive into exactly what that means next. But first, got to give a shout-out to Prize Picks, proud presenting sponsor of today's show. And listen, Prize Picks, far and away, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. I love it. I, I use it all the time for Dolphins games. Other NFL games, we got NFL on Thursday. Of course, Monday Night Football, I like to throw some prize picks out there. And it is the best way to play daily fantasy sports. It's really simple, too, which I love. So instead of being in any kind of big pool and competing against experts and trying to have those Excel spreadsheets where you know, oh, I'm going to calculate this. No, no, no. With prize picks, it's very simple. You pick more or less on a player's projected stat line. You don't have to hurt yourself trying to figure out exactly what the metrics are. No, more or less on a player's projected stat line. It's very simple. The app is really easy to use, which I love, and it makes watching the game that much more fun and exciting. So here's what we've got dialed up for this weekend for the Dolphins Chiefs in Germany. We're picking more for Tua Tagovailoa with 286.5 yards passing. Patrick Mahomes, he has struggled. So we're going to continue with that trend and pick less of the 295.5 yards projected of passing. And that's how it works. So that's the fun part. We get to sit back and watch our prize picks cash. That's what I'm talking about. And a few new wrinkles with prize picks. This is pretty cool. Prize picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured So for football and basketball games, let's say, for example, you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player is rebooted. So PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an insurance policy. You got to love that. We always make it easy on you. We put the link in the description right now. So you can go to prizepix.com slash CLNS and set up your account. And because you're a Dolphins fan, because you subscribe to Dolphins today, We've got a $100 deposit match waiting for you. You're welcome, by the way. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Now, the latest with Connor Williams and Rob Hunt is very simple. They are day-to-day, and we're continuing to monitor that. Now, with the schedule change being of the time difference, I should say, Practice was a little bit earlier today on Wednesday, and Connor Williams and Teron Armstead were actually practicing. So that's good news. We knew Teron Armstead was, and look at that picture. Look at the guys getting after it in Germany. But for Connor Williams also to practice, I think that's a step in the right direction. The Dolphins have been pretty transparent about Connor Williams, saying they just don't want him to damage the groin injury and prevent him from being ready to go even later on in the season. So, more from Joe Shad here, talking about Teron Armstead practicing. As for Connor Williams, he was helped by being held back. That's referring to last Sunday's game against the Patriots, and he will be back to practice this week. Meanwhile, Rob Hunt is day-to-day and will try to get into practice, 
but nothing today, maybe tomorrow. And some good news, Javon Holland is out of concussion protocol. So that's really good news there. So let's play our Mike McDaniels coaching depth chart right now. If Teron Armstead can go on Sunday, he's your starting left tackle. Lester Cotton will start at left guard. Hopefully Connor Williams can go at center. And the same can be said about Robert Hunt. Otherwise, Rob Jones, your right guard. And Austin Jackson remains at right tackle. So a lot has been made about the Dolphins' offensive line, and probably rightfully so. The six games the Dolphins have won, they've been excellent. The two games they've lost, not great. So I'm not putting it all on the offensive line, but I just want to get a feel from you from where you're at in terms of your confidence level. So let me know in the, co in the comments. Scale it for me, confidence level, and the Dolphins' offensive line against Kansas City. Scale it 1 through 10. All right, the offensive line, it is what it is. It's a roller coaster. There's some good news today, some not-so-good news, and kind of some meh news right in the middle. But I've got some positive news for you, and that is Javon Holland is cleared and ready to go out of concussion protocol. He missed last Sunday's game against the Patriots with that concussion that he suffered against the Eagles in Sunday night football. But Javon Holland is cleared and ready to go, and that is a huge boost for this Dolphins secondary. David Bjorn is there confirming it. Dolphins safety Javon Holland has cleared concussion protocol, according to Mike McDaniel. And Joe Shad adds this for a little context, that Javon Holland is interested in looking into watches at the antique shops in Germany. He's having the time of his life in Frankfurt. He said, quote, I love this. It's like a free vacation. So you talk about a guy that's in a good headspace. He's cleared concussion protocol. He's on a free vacation in Germany and is a welcomed addition to the Dolphins secondary. Let's take a look at the stats there in seven games played, 52 tackles, three pass breakups as well. So that's a guy that can help this Dolphins defense. And I don't put everything into pro football focus at all, but I think when there's an outlier or something that really grabs your attention, it's worth noting. And Javon Holland, the highest graded safety according to pro football focus, that's impressive. You see it there in the bottom of your screen, 90.4 overall grade in the seven games he's played. So it might not always show up on the stat sheet, and that's kind of part of pro football focus's grading. You know, let me pick out what maybe you don't see in real time, really take that deep dive into the film. Make no mistake about it, Javon Holland, a guy that helps this Dolphins secondary, and it will be great to see number eight back in action on the field. So speaking of number eight, go ahead and show Javon Holland some love in the comments. Spam those eights. You got to show Javon Holland some love. He's clear concussion protocol and will be back for Sunday's game against the Kansas City Chiefs. A huge boost to the Dolphins secondary. Show some love. Spam those eights. All right, a little bit more injury news from one safety position to the other. Brandon Jones was playing in Javon Holland's absence last Sunday and played a really good game. Make no mistake about it. But at the end of that game, late in the fourth quarter, he went up for that interception, and Juju Smith-Schuster for the Patriots delivered quite the hard hit. And if you were watching the game, remember, I wouldn't say the bench is cleared, but there was a little bit of a scuffle afterwards. And unfortunately for Javon, or for Brandon Jones, rather, he suffered a concussion on that play and is in concussion protocol. 
and did not make the trip to Germany. So a little bit of a bummer there for Brandon Jones, but as I mentioned, he played really well on Sunday. Now, somebody that is injured and did still make the trip to Germany, this is awesome news in my opinion, because our best bud, our friend Devon Achan, who took this league by storm early in the season, the rookie out of Texas A&M is still on injured reserve, but folks, he made the trip to Germany with the team and is coming back to football activities, you know, not necessarily participating in practice, but getting it closer and closer to resuming practice activities so that he can be ready to come off the IR after the bye week. So I think that's huge news, and I don't have to tell you how good he's been on the field, but the stats jump out. The 12.1 yards per carry is insane. For him to have those numbers in only four games, really impressive. The five touchdowns as well. Devon Achan will be a welcomed addition to this Dolphins offense when he comes back. And based on him making the trip to, the Germ to Germany, I think that'll be sooner rather than later. So if you're like me and you're excited to see 28 back on the field, let me know. Type those 28s in the comments. Because, folks, Devon Achan is trending towards coming back, and I can't wait. Let me see those 28s in the chat. All right, who we got in the chat right now? We've got Tim B., Sherry May, Jeff Settles, Jordan Swartz, Bill Lyon, Howard Huey. Everybody's excited to see Devon Achan back, and why not? Now, that's not to take anything away from Raheem Mostert. He's been exceptional, and still, I think you would call Raheem Mostert still RB1, even when Devon Achan comes back, but there is no doubt about it. Achan offers an element of speed that Mike McDaniel, Frank Smith, any offensive coordinator for that matter, would absolutely love, because we know, we've talked about this at time, time and time again. ESPN's got those next-gen stats, and there's lots of different ways to quantify who's the fastest player in the NFL. But Tyreek Hill, Devon Achan, Raheem Mostert are three of the fastest guys. And oh yeah, by the way, Jalen Waddle also on that list as well. So speed kills, as they say, you can't coach speed. But let's get some more shout-outs going. Love you guys in the chat there's nobody like Dolphins fans. We got almost 200 people watching. So if we've got 200 people watching, it only takes half of people, half the people watching to smash the likes to get up to 100. We're at 80 right now. So let's get those likes going. Can we do it? 20 more to go. Love you guys. The Finn family is the best. So there we go. We're getting up there. We're up to 81. Whoa, that's a big jump. We're up to 87 as well. I just, I got to say, I cannot wait for ball. I cannot wait for the ball game on Sunday. I mean, I'm always excited for game day. That's no lie. But there's just so many, so many intriguing, compelling components to this matchup. I mean, one of the generationally best offenses in the Miami Dolphins going against the team that's had the best offense for several, several years, and of course, defending Super Bowl champions, both 6-2, and two, the game's being played in Germany, an intriguing head coaching match. There's just a lot. There's a lot, and I, it's like sensory overload. I'm like, more, more, more Dolphins football. There we go. How are we doing on that sub battle? Because, folks, we cannot 
we cannot lose the sub battle for this game against the Kansas City Chiefs. I will not let us, I will not let it happen. And I'll never hear the end of it at Chat Sports. So if you're watching and you like what you see, you gotta subscribe as well. Jack Lauderay, how we feeling, brother? I am ready for segment number two, and there we go. All right, folks, we got the next segment coming up, which is going to be awesome. It always is. It's going to be a deep dive into the Tyreek Hill part of this matchup. So, hey, there we go. Sherry May with a super chat. That's what I'm talking about for my morning espresso. That's what I'm talking about, Sherry May. You know when it's that early of a game, I'm going to be I'm going to be so loaded full of espresso and ready to go. That's what espresso is made for. So, you know what? Cheers to you, Sherry. And this is just regular coffee, but you know what? I'm fueled by coffee and espresso, so Sunday morning, you better believe I'll have that espresso ready to go. We're going to have some fun German-themed Super Chat items as well. So that will be awesome. Appreciate you, Sherry May, the realest of the real. We love you. We love you. All right, let's do our second segment on today's live show. Here we go. A huge matchup for the Miami Dolphins on Sunday, but that matchup begins now with the sub-battle with the Chiefs report. And folks, unfortunately, we're down a little bit right now, but that can change. If you haven't yet, subscribe to Dolphins Today. We're bringing you daily Dolphins content, live shows, and of course, live watch parties. So let's beat the Chiefs on the field on Sunday in Germany and, of course, in the sub-battle as well. Chiefs report, you're going down. Dolphins today is taking you out on the field and in the sub-battle. Let's freaking do it, Dolphins fans. All right, this matchup is so compelling for a number of different reasons. We talked about the coaching matchup. We talked about how good the Dolphins' offense is. We've talked about 6-2 and two versus 6-2, and two, and yes, the main thing that is also so compelling is Tyreek Hill's revenge game against his former team. So let's go back in the time machine and recall in 2022 when the Dolphins made that trade for Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah, that's right. Listen, they gave away a lot of draft capital to bring the Cheetah to Miami, and I think it's one of the best decisions this front office has made, probably in the history of the franchise. But just to put you know, a little historical perspective on this, the Chiefs received that 2022 first-round pick, the number 29 overall, the 2022 second and fourth-round picks, and yes, in the 2023 last year's draft, a fourth and sixth-round pick as well, so that Tyreek Hill could come to Miami. And it didn't just happen quickly. In fact, there was kind of a process that went about into Tyreek Hill becoming a Dolphin because he was in contract negotiations with the Kansas City Chiefs, and there was a lot of things that happened behind the scenes. Take a look at Tyreek Hill. This was from earlier when he was talking about the process and the conversations that unfolded with his agent, 
and Kansas City regarding the contract negotiations. Said, quote, my agent was trying to bait KC into giving me a contract. The idea was to never leave Kansas City. He was on the phone with Chiefs GM Brett Veach. He was like, Veach, look, we're going to be forced to ask for a trade if you don't give Reek a contract. So then Patrick Mahomes called Tyreek Hill. He called me first. Me and Pat got on the phone. Reek, we're going to take care of you, bro. Then Andy Reid called me. Yeah, we're going to take care of you. Well, we all know how the story went. He wasn't exactly taken care of. And Tyreek Hill and kind of his camp, if you will, around him felt the best thing to do for Tyreek Hill was to seek a trade. So that's exactly what he did. And part of it had to do with the amount of money he was offered in that next contract. So this from the podcast that Tyreek Hill is actually on the podcast with Brandon Marshall, former Dolphins wide receiver, had this to say from U Stadium talking about the contract negotiations, saying the Chiefs offered $58 million in guarantees. His agent then sought a, out a trade. Dolphins offered $70 million. Jets offered $68. Then the Jets countered with $76. And Cheetah's mom. This is the part that really jumps out to me because it's an interesting wrinkle in the story. Tyreek's Hill mom mentioned the state tax and that Hill's dream was in Miami. So shout out to the Cheetah's mom, because based on some of the information that has come out lately, she was largely responsible for Tyreek Hill coming to Miami. So show some love in the comments. Who doesn't love their mom? Spam mom in the comments. Tyreek Hill's mom, a major part of him becoming a Miami Dolphin. Very, very interesting stuff there. Show some love to Tyreek Hill's mom. We're going to continue to dive into Tyreek Hill and the impact he's had on the Miami Dolphins since that trade from the Kansas City Chiefs and what he can do in this game against Kansas City because Lord knows he is on a record-setting pace. But first, I got to tell you about prize picks because it's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It is awesome. I do it every Sunday for Dolphins games. And by now, if you're a supporter of the show and you watch, you know how it works. I'll tell you just in case you forgot. With prize picks, you're picking more or less on a player's projected stat line. And you can switch it up. You can do basketball. We've got the NBA season just starting. You can do football, of course. We do it every Sunday. You can do baseball. You name it. Prize picks has an expansive library of potential picks to make. And you simply pick more or less on a player's projected stat line. You see my picks on the screen right there. I'm picking more for Tua Tungavaloa's projected passing yards at 286 and a half and picking less for Patrick Mahomes' projected stat line of 295 and a half. And that's how it works. And this is also really cool that I should mention now that basketball season is also in full swing. So here you go. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports. So, for example, let's say you want to pick LeBron James and Tyreek Hill for a 10-and-a-half combo of three-pointers made and reception. So why not? You can do that with prize picks. Switch it up. You got the cross between two leagues. Prize picks makes it happen. 
That's why they're most, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. And that's why we've got a $100 deposit match waiting for you at pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Pricepicks.com slash CLNS. $100 deposit match for you for being a Dolphins fan. We'll put the link in the comments and the description as well. It's pricepicks.com slash CLNS. Now, more on the Tyreek situation, his approach to playing this season, and earlier in the month of September, he had a quote that I would say many scoffed at, but they for sure it was a headliner because Tyreek Hill said, quote, I will break 2,000 yards next year. 2,000 yards was on my bucket list to get before I leave this league. 2,000 yards and another Super Bowl, and we getting that. Believe that. So that was before the season started, and look, 2,000 yards has never been done before. It's never been done before in the NFL. So when Tyreek declared that, there were a couple of people that said, well, let's pump the brakes a little bit. But look at us now. Eight games in, and the stats are mind-boggling. Over 1,000 yards receiving, so he's on pace for that 2,000-yard declaration that he made before the season even began. The eight touchdowns are impressive, and oh yeah, 16.6 average of yards per catch. He has been insane. And what an impressive achievement. And we're only halfway there because the Dolphins still have nine games to go. He is well ahead of pace to be the first ever wide receiver that has 2,000 yards in a season. Simply incredible. And you look there, five of eight games over 100 yards. And we should have known. Week one, this was how it's going to be. He had 215 yards in week one against the Chargers. Are you kidding me? Fastest player in the league, unguardable, and two has done a great job of putting the ball on the mark. So, yes, he's on pace to get to 2,000 yards, and what would that mean historically? Well, if he's able to reach that 2,000 mark, it would be the most receiving yards in a season to date. He'd be the record holder and would pass Calvin Johnson who had 1,964 yards back in 2012 for the Lions. And now, remember, that was with a 16-game schedule. The NFL now plays 17 games, and Cooper Cup became really, really close back in 2021 with 1,946 yards receiving. And before that, Julio Jones had 1,871 yards receiving in 2015 for the Atlanta Falcons. So 2000s, never been done before. Calvin Johnson is the NFL's all-time single-season receiving yards record holder. He did it for the Lions in 2012. So I know Tyreek's on pace for it, but you gotta help me predict if you think he'll do it or not. Let me know in the comments. Does Tyreek Hill break the single-season receiving record it's real simple, type Y for yes or N for no. I never thought I'd see the day in which a receiver broke 2,000 yards receiving. But eight games in and watching every Dolphins game as closely as we do and breaking it down, I'm fully convinced this is happening, folks. And whether or not he gets to 2,000, I think he's going to pass Calvin Johnson. If he doesn't get to 2,000, he'll still pass Calvin Johnson. But look, I think both are going to happen. And when we talk at the end of the season, we're going to be talking about Tyreek Hill's 
record-setting season and how he eclipsed 2,000 yards, and that'll be a testament to Mike McDaniel's offense, Frank Smith's offense, Tyreek Hill's catching and playmaking abilities, and Tua Tungavailoa's ability to get him the ball. A total team effort that I think is going to happen because Tyreek Hill is special. He's a dynamic player, and maybe, I actually don't even want to say maybe, I think he's the most electric player this league has seen and is the face of the NFL as far as wide receivers go. Tyreek Hill has been insanely good and is on pace for more than 2,000 yards receiving. And I know, look, I know I'm gushing over Tyreek Hill, but look, the guy does things nobody else can do. And the way he attacks each and every game, the way he attacks the preparation is insane. And again, only eight games in, He's got 61 receptions and more than 1,000 yards. And I think it's also worth noting how highly his team regards him. It's not just a guy that makes plays and fills up the stat sheet, right? He's a leader for this Dolphins team. He's a leader in the locker room and helps promote that team chemistry. And when your quarterback has this to say about you, you know you're doing the right thing. Tua Tagovailoa earlier today talking to the media, said what really surprised me in regards to Tyreek Hill was who he was as a leader, his work ethic, and how he takes ownership of what's asked for him. That's what Tua Tagovailoa, who in my opinion is, of course, being the quarterback, the leader of the team, the leader of the offense, had to say about Tyreek Hill. So yes, the speed's incredible, the playmaking abilities are dazzling, but the important part is that he's also a leader that attacks the preparation and really shores up every component of the approach to the game of professional football. So shout out to Tyreek Hill. And I love the quote from Mike McDaniel talking about Tyreek Hill, Mr. 305. McDaniel has a way of keeping it simple, right? He said, quote, He's as Miami as it comes. So there you go, Tyreek Hill. I know I speak for just about everybody when I say I'm so glad your mother encouraged you to come be a Miami Dolphin because you've got a home in South Beach forever. You're the face of the Miami Dolphins in this prolific offense. So shout out to Tyreek Hill, one of a kind, on pace for over 2,000 yards, and that's what we love to see. So... In addition to Tyreek Hill, you know we got to win on the field on Sunday in Frankfurt, Germany, but we also have to win that sub battle, or I'll never hear the end of it here at Chat Sports. And we're down. We're down to the Chiefs report right now, so we got to beat them in the sub battle. And it's real simple. You can help. You simply subscribe to the channel, and you won't regret it because we're bringing you daily Dolphins content. We're bringing you live videos and, of course, live watch parties. And if breaking news happens, we've got you covered wherever we are in the U.S. of A. or even overseas. Dolphins Today is the place for the latest Dolphins news. So subscribe to the channel. Help us beat the Chiefs report this week as we get set for Dolphins and Chiefs in week nine of the National Football League from Frankfurt, Germany. And there we go. How's everybody doing? Oh, yeah. Let's get the predictions going. Does Tyreek Hill break the single season receiving record? You got to let me know. Type Y for a yes or N for no. And let me, let me just check my notes, make sure 
I have the exact, exactly. All right, Calvin Johnson's 1,964 yards, the most by any wide receiver in a single season. Cooper Cup behind him at 1,946. And Julio Jones, which is crazy. Julio Jones back in the league playing for the Eagles. Seems like he's just been around forever. But 2015, he had 1,870. One. So I say, hell yeah, Tyreek Hill is going to break that record and receiving record. So there we go. All right. How is everybody feeling? Jack, how are you feeling? There we go. All right. All right. We got the sub battle going. And that is what I'm talking about. Who's still with me in the chat? I see Howard there. I see Bill. I see every noodle. I see Chad Jones. I see Trader T10. Hell yeah, Sherry May. Love you guys. I'm fired up about this Dolphins Chiefs game, even though it's early. I think that's another good thing that we need to remind you. It will be a very, very early kickoff 9 30 Eastern time. So we'll be with you at 8.30 Eastern time. And as Sherry May mentioned, that means lots of espresso so that I can be on my A game. I can bring the energy, bring the passion, bring the enthusiasm, and get it going. So let's go. Shout out to everybody that's going to be joining us for that watch party. It will be electric. And you know what? In honor of the game being played in Germany, I think we need to have some German-themed super chat items. So... Just a teaser, we will have that for you, and it will be electric. I can promise you that. But we've got a mailbag coming up, so use that hashtag Dolphins or Super Chat to get your questions answered, and we will get going with the mailbag. It's an Ask Anything mailbag as well. There's nothing off limits. Oh, Magalo 81's in the West Coast, so that means 6.30 a.m. Hey, if I could, if I could, you know, FedEx you some espresso so that you'd be ready to go, I would. But you know what? I think you will be, I think it'll be worth it. I'll put it that way. I think it'll be worth it for all Dolphins fans to wake up early for you. That's right. It is the game of the week, and probably make the case it's been it's the best game of the NFL thus you could, far. You could argue because, like, when the Dolphins played the Bills, that was game of the year, but then it turned out that the Bills might not be as good as we thought they were, and the Dolphins lost, so it wasn't a great game. These are two teams that seem like legit, legit. You know, that we the argument is still can the Dolphins beat the good team, but. You know, whatever. Um, yeah, it'll be um, it'll be good. Yeah, so. it will. It'll be awesome, and I can't wait. And I see a question in here: Will X be playing? That will be in the mailbag. We'll definitely touch on it. We need more questions, according to producer Jack. There. Oh no, no! Did they hear that, or did I just hear that? Oh, it's in my ear. Jack said, we're not doing a mailbag if we can't get any more questions. And I hope you see the look on my face. I say, no, no, please. No, I want to do a mailbag. That's a great point. That is a great point. All right. If we get, if we get like four more questions, and we already have Howard Huey's question about the Dolphin, about uh, Xavier Howard. 
So we already have that question. But if we get four more questions, we'll be able to start. And you have to use hashtag dolphins. I see every noodle doing hashtag who. That won't show up in our database. We need hashtag dolphins. So if we get about four or five more questions, we'll be able to have a pretty solid mailbag. But if, there you go, every noodle, hashtag dolphins. Um, but if we don't have them, we physically won't be able to do a mailbag. So and That'll make me cry. I'll cry right on air. Don't worry, Sherry May. We got you. We'll give you a sec. Some good questions coming in. I like them. I also want to give a shout out to all the Dolphins beat writers that are in Germany right now. Their coverage has been exceptional. I mean, they've been bringing us content each and every day, and I know they work really hard. So shout out to them. I think we got enough to get started. Sherry May, don't worry. Get your question in when you're ready. We will get it on the Q&A, but I think we got enough to get started. Yeah. You ready to get started? How many people we got watching? 160. That's what I'm talking about. We appreciate everybody tuning in on Dolphins today. You guys are the best, the best of the best of the best, and we love you for that. I am ready to do it. We got some Ask Anything mailbag questions coming your way. We're touching on everything leading up to Dolphins and Chiefs. And here we go. It's an Ask Anything mailbag. Nothing's off limits. You know we love doing that on Dolphins today. If it's your first time tuning in, well, thank you. We appreciate you watching Dolphins today. I'm your host, Jake Ritma, and around here we bleed aqua and orange for our 6-2 Dolphins. We're taking on the 6-2 Chiefs on Sunday in a battle for first place in the AFC. It's going to be electric. So without further ado, let's get it going with the first question coming in from Howard Huey using that hashtag Dolphins. Is X playing this weekend. Of course, X being Xavier Howard, he's missed the last two games, and he is that ball-hawking corner that when he's ready to go, he and Jalen Ramsey together will be a dynamic duo, and more importantly, lock down. In fact, they should have those big locks around their neck because they are locked down. Xavier Howard has led the NFL in interceptions in two years of his career, and I don't even have to get into Jalen Ramsey's uh, his resume, but it speaks for itself. Six-time Pro Bowler, he's one of a kind. But Jalen Ram, I'm sorry, Xavier Howard's dealing with that groin injury that caused him to miss uh, the game against the Patriots as well as the previous game against the Eagles. And Mike McDaniel talked about Xavier Howard saying that he is close to being ready to play but not ready to officially declare him as good to go on Sunday, but Xavier Howard, if you know, you know he always says he's good to go. He said he's good to go. He also said he was good to go before the Eagles game. We know how that turned out. So I not not knocking X. I love X. And in fact, 
I think I want this, you want this. We all want our players to want to play, the superstars. I mean, there's guys in the NFL, it's crazy when maybe they're not 100% or close to it, whatever it may be. You got, you know a guy like Xavier Howard, if he can go, he will. But sometimes that athletic training staff has to protect him from himself. And I think that was the case the last two weeks. So he probably feels good. And if I were to bet, I would say yes that he is going to play on Sunday, but that's just Jake talking. We'll have more clarity on that as the week progresses. But we know one thing. When X and Jalen Ramsey are paired together, they make up two of the better corners in the NFL, and Jalen Ramsey might just be the best cornerback in the National Football League. All right, another one coming in from Sydney Jacobs. How are you, Sydney? Thanks for tuning in. Using the hashtag Dolphins, who is a player the Dolphins can sign in free agency to help the O-line? That's a really good question. And when you think about it, I think a lot of conversations were had about whether or not the Dolphins should make a trade at the deadline for an offensive lineman. And obviously, make we've said it time and time again, it's difficult to make a deal in season especially at the position of offensive line. There's just not a lot out there. So free agency typically is the better direction to go. And I'm not saying there's any huge free agents that are going to be available on the offensive line, but maybe some guys to help the depth. And one of those is Leal Collins, who's played at LSU. And in 2022, he played 15 games and was relatively productive for the Bengals. He played 951 snaps, had the five sacks allowed, but was penalized eight times. But given how many uh, snaps he took, it's not a huge percentage there. And again, that pro football focus grade that we talk about is a 73.5 as far as his pass blocking ability. So that's not the end-all, be-all. But again, somebody that you could add to the depth there to help with the offensive line depth because they've been riddled with injuries. A lot of guys on that list, I mean, I don't have to tell you twice, but Teron Armstead currently on IR. He might play. He's eligible to come off for the game on Sunday against the Chiefs. Connor Williams day-to-day. -day. Isaiah Wynn on IR. Rob Hunt also day-to-day. -day. So bringing in a, another offensive lineman through free agency might be the direction that this Dolphins front office decides to go under the leadership, of course, of Chris Greer. So let me know in the comments. Do it right now. Who do you think the Dolphins should sign? Let me know in the comments below. And full range, complete creativity, let me know. All right, every noodle is asking a question. Every noodle, that noodle, this noodle, every noodle. Here we go. Dolphins, using the hashtag Dolphins, who do you think will really step it up this game? I love this question because... You look at a team like the Kansas City Chiefs, and when you think who could have a breakout game, you start to think where might the Chiefs have a weakness? And this defense for the Chiefs has been really good. In fact, it's the best defense the Chiefs have had in years. And they get a lot done by getting pressure on the quarterback. So it's going to be important for that offensive line to protect to a tongue of But on the flip side, the run defense for the Chiefs isn't as good as the pass rush. I think there's some vulnerabilities there. And because of that, I'm looking for Raheem Mostert to get back into the production he was showing earlier in the season. That's not to take anything away from what he's done the last two games, 
but they were the two lowest yardage outputs of the season for Mostert. He did have the touchdown against the Patriots, but was held scoreless against the Eagles. And so I think Raheem Mostert is eyeing that bounce back game. The Chiefs rushing defense allows over 115 yards per game, which is 19th in the NFL. So it's not like they're horrible stopping the run. They're just not as good at stopping the run as they are maybe in pass defense. So the Chiefs scoring defense, one of the best, but there's some vulnerabilities in their rushing defense. So I look for Raheem Mostert to have a breakout game and really get back into pumping up the stat sheet and being a valuable asset for this Miami Dolphins offense. So give me Raheem Mostert to break out. This one from Magalo81. Will Claypool get a bigger role? That's a good question because we've seen Claypool in uniform. He's been active twice, didn't do a lot the first time he was active against the Eagles, and hard to really say how much production he had against the Patriots other than the one catch, and that catch was for a first down. He got the crowd going a little bit, so you saw a little bit of a spark there, and we know what he's capable of doing. This guy that scored nine touchdowns his rookie year for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but his production has continued to decline. We want to see it the other way. So maybe, just maybe, this is the week that he's kind of that unsung hero, that guy that really falls through the cracks and maybe isn't as high up on the game plan for the Kansas City Chiefs and a guy that could kind of sliver through and has some production. So I'll say yes. I'll say Claypool will have a bigger role for the Miami Dolphins against the Kansas City Chiefs because you know they're going to key on Reek. You know they're going to be all over Jalen Waddle, especially because both those guys are coming off 100-yard receiving performances against the Patriots. So now is a great time for Chase Claypool to make that impact and do what he was brought in to do for the Miami Dolphins. Got to give a huge shout-out to Prize Picks. Prize Picks, proud supporting sponsor of today's show. We couldn't do it without them. And look, Prize Picks is awesome. It's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. You simply pick more or less on a player's projected stat line for any given game. You can do it with NBA. The hoop season is here. That's exciting. We still got baseball going on. And of course, with the NFL prize picks, it's a little, actually, you know what? I'm going to say a lot. It's a lot of fun and kind of addicting. So it is so fun. Make sure you always, of course, are responsible. But with prize picks, you're picking more or less on a player's projected stat line. And I've got my picks ready to go for Sunday for the Dolphins Chiefs game in Frankfurt, Germany. I'm picking more passing yards for Tua Tagovailoa, 286.5, and less passing yards for Patrick Mahomes at 295.5. And, and that's how it works. You only need two or more. You can combine up to six stat lines on the more or less picks and it is a ton of fun and which is also really cool a couple of new points to tell you about now that hoop season is here you can do a little combo action you can pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials league which is a league that was created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. So, for example, let's get wild and crazy here. Let's say I want to do a LeBron James and Tyreek Hill combo at 10.5 of made three-pointers and receptions. You know I'm picking more there, and we'll see if King James and the Cheetah can get it done. But that's what we've got going at Prize Picks. Find out for yourself. Go to prizepicks.com CLNS. 
And you know, we always make it easy on you because we love you. We care about you. It's prizepicks.com slash CLNS. That link is in the description as well as the chat. Prizepicks.com slash CLNS. We've got a $100 deposit match waiting for you at prizepicks.com slash CLNS. Let's get back to your questions here from Nosedeal Silva. What up with our center? I'm assuming you mean Connor Williams. Now, Connor Williams was at practice today for the Dolphins, which is good news, albeit a limited role. But according to Dolphins Insider, who is in Germany, boots on the ground, Joe Shad, shout out to him. Connor Williams and Toronto Armstead were practicing today in Frankfurt, Germany. And so there you go. You got Connor Williams, who is practicing and trending towards being able to play on Sunday. No official word yet, but you got to believe him practicing this week is a good sign. He's in Germany. He boots on the ground, and all indications are that he is trending towards having at least a game-time decision on whether or not he'll play on Sunday. So there you go. From Chad Jones. Chad Jones, who? Chad Jones, our guy, my guy, your guy, Dolphins today guy, the one and only Chad Jones. Shout out to him. Do you think that it was good for Miami to hold off on getting any more help at the trade deadline since they knew they were getting a lot of people back? Well, Chad, you, my friend, are the man and obviously a smart guy because that's exactly what I was going to say is the second part of that question. I think the thought process here for the Dolphins was, look, we got a lot of guys on IR. We got a lot of guys banged up. We've got a bye week coming up. And all of these injuries are not season ending. Let me say that again. They're not season ending. So when you look at the current state of the Dolphins, yes, there's some elements that and some position groups for that matter that are a little bit banged up, some holes that need to be filled. But I think when you look internally about who's coming back, what the timelines are for those injuries, those holes can be filled internally without mortgaging future assets like draft capital or sending players elsewhere. Also, keep in mind what we talked about yesterday with the Dolphins being in a little bit of cap, I won't say cap hell, but definitely a cap deficit, which makes it difficult to bring in guys based on certain contract situations and Two guys that reworked their contract at the beginning of this year were Alec Engel, the fullback, as well as Zach Zeeler. And they got a little bit more money up front to shore up down the road to help with that cap deficit. So a lot of moving pieces there. And I think what you mentioned as far as players coming off IR is the main reason there weren't a lot of deals done or weren't any deals done for that matter by the Dolphins combined with the cap situation for the Dolphins. And I believe the number was 26 mil of a cap deficit right now. But again, that's for the front office to work out. But bringing in a big name with a big contract, I don't think was really in the cards for the Dolphins. So all those factors contributed to it. So there you go. The Dolphins are getting healthier. They've got a huge game against the Chiefs. And you got to be on board for the ride because it's going to be a hell of a ride. Already 6-2. and two. We've had a ton of fun, but there's room for more. So join Dolphins Today, the largest Dolphins YouTube community on the internet. And 46.5 of your, I'm sorry, 48.5 of your closest friends, 48.5 in 1,000 
of your closest friends. Let me try that again. 48,500 of your closest friends. My goodness, Jake, there you go. You start talking about cap deficit and salaries, and all of a sudden, you can't articulate numbers. My goodness, 48,500 subscribers. There you go. Join us because we have a lot of fun on Dolphins today. A couple more questions to get into on the mailbag. Jordan Swartz, what up, Jordan? My guy, after we win this week, you think we can get 12 wins this season? I really do. Look, I looked at the schedule. You got the Jets on the schedule still. You got a lot of winnable games for the Dolphins. And yes, the division isn't what it's been. You got that rematch against the Bills all the way back in week 18. You got the Cowboys, of course, that's a tough game. But I think this Dolphins team can get to 12 wins. I, heck, I even said 13. So let's get wild. Let's get crazy. The production is there. The talent is there. This Dolphins offense, Dolphins defense, I'm high on both of them because I think we've seen a lot of growth and progression, albeit the two toughest games they've lost. But a lot can change. And as Jordan mentions, after we get that dub on Sunday against the Chiefs, it's all gravy, baby. We just keep that train going. So, yes, I do think the Dolphins can get the 12 wins. Finns fan is next. What's up, Finns fan 2003? Shout out to you. We appreciate you watching the show and participating with a super chat. Does Tyreek Hill break the receiving record? Well, my goodness, that was what our last segment was all about and I'll tell you this, I believe, I, Jake Rietma, believe he's going to get it done. And I'm not really going out on a limb because through eight games, he's already on pace to eclipse the 2,000-yard mark. And that was his goal. Look at that. After eight games, he's the first NFL receiver this year to 1,000 yards. The eight touchdowns are impressive, 61 receptions. He's the cheetah, fastest player in the NFL, and I think he can get there. Shout out to Calvin Johnson, who's got the current record right now from 2012 at 1,964 yards. And I think Tyreek Hill, when it's all said and done, is going to pass each and every one of the guys on the screen. Julio Jones, who had 1,871 yards in 2015. Cooper Cup nearly passed Calvin Johnson. Remember, he had an extra game to do it, too. Also, that's not taking anything away from the current records that are made in the NFL, but one more game compared to the 16-game schedule that was being played in 2012 when Megatron got the record. So very impressive there. But yes, I do think Tyreek Hill is getting that record. But let me ask you the same question. Predict it in the comments. Does Tyreek break the single-season receiving record type Y for yes? Or N for no. couple more to get to here. Kyle Surrow says, who do you like to replace when at guard? Cotton or Jones? It's a good question. I think Lester Cotton showed significant improvement and growth from when he was thrown into the fire against the Eagles. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. That's a tough spot to be in compared to how he played against the Patriots. I thought he was much better against the Patriots. Granted, it's an easier task than the vaunted Eagles defensive line, who's really good. But I would say that, and that's not to take anything away from Robert Jones, but I think Lester Cotton is the better option there. And some of that is just, that's just, a, it is a really good question because I don't think there's a clear this defined answer because I don't think you'd be wrong to say Rob Jones either. So I think that's a question for Mike McDaniel 
and the entire offensive staff and the personnel there in terms of evaluating their performance in practice, evaluating who gives you the best opportunity for to win. And if it were me, and I'm not at every practice, you know, I can see, you know, the stuff that the media has access to, but that's not the full full story. So you trust the coaching staff to make the right move there, but I think it's lesser cotton. Last one and the best for last, Sherry May, the one and only, the realest of the real. Shout out to you. On the Germany trip, do the families get to go? That's a really good question. So Jalen Phillips actually talked about this and tweeted it out that his, I, and don't, don't quote me on this because I don't have the tweet in front of me, but a family member was in the military in Germany and I believe it was his aunt, but 35 of her closest friends are going to be at the game. So Jalen Phillips, because he spent some time in Germany leading up to or prior to this trip, he said he kind of feels like the travel tour guide for all the guys, which was kind of funny to say. But I don't know. I'm not exactly sure on whether or not the families get to go on the trip. And it was interesting the way Javon Holland talked about the trip to Germany, that it feels like a free vacation, which is awesome. And we know he'll come ready to play. He always does, which was also interesting. And we talked about it yesterday, the fact that the Dolphins came to Germany right away and the Chiefs aren't going until Thursday. So just kind of intriguing the way that the two teams approach this international trip so differently. So there you have it. I am not 100% certain on it, but I do know the Dolphins are loving their time in Germany, and we can't wait for the game on Sunday against the 6-2 Kansas City Chiefs. And as we always do, we got to give a shout-out to our Aqua Club members because the list is growing. And for those that don't know what the Aqua Club is, it is the most prestigious level of membership within Dolphins today. It's reserved for those that make a $100 Super Chat contribution to the show. And as a reminder, none of that money goes into my pocket or Producer Jack's pocket for that matter. It goes right back into the Dolphins Today pool so that we can bring you daily Dolphins content, daily Dolphins updates, injury news, and of course, live shows, live watch parties. And you know what? Here at Chat Sports, I'll say it. We're a little bit competitive. How are the Dolphins channel? How's the Dolphins channel doing? How are the Aqua Club members? That is talked about throughout the office and within the walls of Chat Sports. So make no mistake about it. We appreciate your support of Dolphins today via the Aqua Club. So shout out Chad Jones, shout out Lord Buddy Bear, David Breakout, Mystical, Robert Fritz. And Robert, if you're watching, I've got that Dan Marino jersey. I got to send it to you. And I got to give a huge shout out to Gerald Stokes. He joined last Sunday, as did Jason Nugel, Nicholas Dixon. And on Tuesday's trade deadline, Brian Acock, badass B.A. Brian, joined the Aqua Club. So we appreciate you guys for your support of the show and helping keeping the lights on here at Dolphins Today by Chat Sports. So love you guys very much. And as always, subscribe to Dolphins Today for the latest and greatest on all things Miami Dolphins. Let's go, Dolphins. Let's beat the Chiefs on Sunday in Frankfurt, Germany.